We're back with another episode of Stream of Thought on episode number 39 today, and we begin by talking about there were a lot of very interesting things that happened in my day, just peculiar things that made me think and reflect, including seeing our local lovely neighborhood mailman, Jim, and uh, what it means to be a staple of the community, and then we talk a little bit about a retry at uh, live streaming, but before that, a trip to Fry's, the electronic... The, the electronic, electronic megastore. Megastore of the gods. Yeah. And after which, we kind of discussed nuances of working in retail and just the exposure of how just kind of common sense is not so common. I actually go, okay, I go on a rant. I go on a mild rant. Are it's you, enjoyable. Yeah. Are you the employee or are you the customer? No, I'm, I'm, I think that'll depend on what, where you fall on this, this yeah. argument. Well, just listen. You'll have to listen. And then we actually do touch on a little bit Halloween. We had, we had mentioned our spooky special from last episode, but we're back on it. Favorite uh, candies, candies, man. Favorite candies. How annoying it is that on November 1st, you already have Christmas decorations up and a little bit of just the American culture in general from October through December. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, pros and cons. Good or bad? It's up to you. Up to you. Episode number 39, Stream of Thought. Here we go! We hope you enjoy. <laughs> So you hadn't, you said you had an interesting day today, and that that doesn't happen very often. It doesn't. Uh, but well, start starting with yesterday, I guess things were kind of all over the place. My sister got in a car accident. Really? Yeah, someone rear-ended her. That's like a fender bender. Their car wasn't looking pretty nice afterwards. The whole front was smushed. And out. I remember in driver's ed. They're like, if people really want to get all politically correct and all that other bullshit, it's a collision because accidents can be prevented. That's a textbook answer. That sounds like a neurotic teacher response. No, but go ahead. Uh, But she's okay. Just a little bit of whiplash, I think, but still. She doesn't have a headrest? A headrest? Yeah. So when you get, so you said whiplash, right? When your head goes back, but if you get rear-ended and you have a headrest against your head, then... I mean, you're sore, though, because your body jolts. Okay. You've got the seat I got you. and all that. Got so it. Okay. It's sort of inevitable. But, so yeah, we'll see how that ends up going. But, yeah, it was just, today was filled with all sorts of just random, random things that, uh, that were just unusual. For example, I ended up biking over to Ray's to, we were going to film a, a live stream today, which is, I mean, funny in itself, just mm-hmm. considering the last couple of tries that we've, we've attempted. Uh, but I end up I end up biking down Western, and I see our mailman, Jim, and he's delivering a package, and he's like, oh, like, oh hey, good morning. And I'm like, morning, Jim, and he, he was, like, surprised that I knew his name. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's sort of the friendly neighborhood mailman. Yeah, so everyone, but you only, but he knows that people only know him as the friendly neighborhood mailman, or do people... No, no, him? people have conversations with him. But, but I'm saying, like, do people have conversations with him knowing that his name is Jim? Like, he's, okay. He's, he's... He's like a staple of the community. Okay, got Every, it. Everyone knows Jim the Mailman. Okay. So, but it, you could just tell that he was sort of, you know, he saw some just random person passing on the bike who was like, hey, Jim. And you could tell that he was just, in his response, he was like both surprised and delighted. Okay. That somebody sort of just in passing was just like, hey, Jim, what's up? Okay. As he was going along his route because he wasn't you, anywhere You didn't stop to talk to him? You just rode by and was like, hey? He was walking up to the house okay, to deliver a package and ring the doorbell. So, I, you know, yeah. But um, a lot of people would have stopped and just had a conversation with him. And he's the kind of person who will take 10 to 15 minutes just to, mm-hmm. to chat. 
and uh, always on time. Always, mm-hmm. I mean, and I was just thinking to myself, if there was one person who I'd want to be neighbors with in retirement, it would be it would have to be a former mailman because th- <laughs> there's a person right there who knows responsibility and accountability. Because you think about it, you know, they're they are probably some of the most dedicated employees out there in just getting their job done. And it's like for for Jim, he's he's got to be in his late 60s and he's still doing mail, Mm -hmm. you know, and he'll do it until he can't physically do it anymore because it's just part of his blood and nature. And it's just it's so crazy to think about that for him. I mean, he's been doing this route for, I don't know, 20, 25 years. Wow. Maybe longer. And, and so just for, for him, it's just part of his blood. Yeah. And it's like, that is his purpose in life to serve the community in this particular way. Cause really he is, he is the messenger, so mm-hmm. to speak. And he takes pride in that. And you see that in just his work ethic and his continue. And so I, I just think about that, you know, how crazy it is. These, these sort of civil servants that we don't even notice on a daily basis, especially good post people who just, they, it's duty. They don't. Yeah, they, they, they don't brag about it. They don't expect awards or accolades, but they know how important it is, and so it is always done, no matter what. We had a mailman when I was growing up. Uh, Jim Bowler was his name, and he would same thing. Would always talk to everybody in the neighborhood and, "Hey, kitties, how you doing?" And I remember one time he gave us like a Howdy Doody VHS tape. You know what Howdy Doody is. Howdy, yeah, how, the, it's the howdy doody time. It's howdy doody. No. Yeah, it's like a like a puppet, like a. I, I knew this, it was a talking puppet. I just yeah. didn't know the context. Um, and he passed away several several years ago. But yeah, he was like the neighborhood mailman. Jim walks up to deliver mail. Oh, hey guys, Jim's here. Hey, how you doing? Uh. Yeah. But yeah, it was really always fun talking to him. Now it's like I don't know who the fuck delivers my mail. See, I mean, and- I see him, but I don't give it. I like I don't care to talk to them and they just want to deliver the mail but it's not that uh there's no sense of community well there's no sense of ownership too i mean you don't like own your own i feel like if you owned your own house with your own mailbox you would care who the mail person is or you would at least try to like introduce yourself if it was the same person i don't know that's i guess the approach that i would take i don't know if you i suppose it's two-sided also like the mailman yes, has to have a general, a genuine yes. interest in meeting people. Some people just want to do their yeah. job and get get it done with. Just you know, no talk. No. When I was living in Chicago, the mail people like, I, I was like, who the fuck are you? Because they're wearing normal clothes. They didn't have a uniform. Really? Some I've seen some people deliver mail in completely normal clothes. Oh wow! Like you guys, like U.S. Post service so broke that you can't get you uni- know <laughs> like I know some places you buy your uniform but I was like what the hell yeah that's unusual it's like a government job why aren't you wearing a uniform mm-hmm. like that's I thought those are required yeah that's I mean I thought so too I thought that was like you know what the I want code. for a mailman I want a mailman so <laughs> legit he just he I tell him like I hey mailman uh, it'd be really cool if you just don't even bother giving me junk mail. Anything that says current resident or has my name on it that looks like it's just They're junk mail. required to, though. I don't care. I, I'm giving them permission <laughs> to not give me anything. It'll turn into that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer goes to the post office and refuses to have mail sent to him. Oh, okay. And they're like, what do we do then? I don't care. Just don't. I don't want any mail anymore. <laughs> I don't care for Just it. make it happen, yeah. right? 
And because well, that's the other thing too is when I I've told other people my positive mailman experiences because I mean really he's the only like our our family's known that that uh, Jim for our whole lives yeah. kind of thing and um, I don't hear a lot of positive reviews about mailmen around here or male women around here. Uh, there's a lot of negative things about people delivering mail to the wrong address consistently. You know, just, you know, showing up, missing days, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think to myself, wow, that's, yeah, that could really taint your experience and, and put you in a negative mindset about how, you know, mailmen are crappy. Whereas I think mailmen are awesome. Yeah. The backbone of the community. I always thought it was really cool that they got to drive on the opposite side of their vehicle when driving mm-hmm. around. That was really cool. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was super neat. Well, we always give, um, we always give Jim, I think it's a, a Christmas gift like gift card or something mm. like that some cash so what else happened in your morning you saw jim yeah so on the way to uh go the live stream go do the live stream with ray he wanted to he actually wanted to go pick up like a gopro type web camera like a, a youtube streaming web camera so i don't know what's what specific type that he's actually looking for yeah because it's uh it's this I mean, he says it's it's this camera that can attach to a, a computer and, and can uh, do this really, you know, it, do what we need it to do because we've been having trouble with live streams before. Recap, sort of it's been a failure up <laughs> to this point as it actually trying to make it consistently work. So he's he's like, do you want to go to Fry's and we'll pick up something? And so I'm like, sure. Uh, Fry, I always pass Fry's on my way to You've never been inside, though? But I've never been inside. Tell me what you thought when you walked inside. Dude, like... He's like, you're going to be blown away. This is going to be something that is unlike anything. And he's describing. And I'm like, okay, like I've seen, I've seen warehouses full of stuff before. You're insane. I walk, I walk in, and I just involuntarily start to smile. Like this, like this place grin, is just, fucking like, I'm huge. I'm filled with this, like the like this childhood joy that I just can't like contain. I'm like, and then I start laughing. He's like, why are you laughing? He's like. Because I couldn't help myself from smiling when I walked in. Right. I was like, I'm not going to be impressed. I'm not, you know, I'm, I sort of, you can't. It's just can't, a store. You can't raise my expectations and make me think this is going to be better than, than cream cheese. If you're into like, like video or tech, any type of stuff that like. Uh, but I walked in there, I'm just right. like. You oh. walk in and what you feel is the, is the, oh. Yes, yes, right. Yes. The, the sound of the heavenly angels. <laughs> yeah, and there's like this around. lights and angels flying around. And yeah, the dude, way it's it, huge. And it's not your typical warehouse, man. Like, I was expecting just a very drab kind of uh, uh, store, like storage type of location. But they, I mean, it is well decorated. It's super well organized. They have, they have a restaurant yeah, hub they love in recognized. the center yeah. of the place, which is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everything about it is their just their checkout lanes are on point. You know, super like, efficient. Uh, super efficient. I mean, this whole thing. I am looking around, and it's like everything that you could possibly need electronically. Yes, you could totally find yeah. here. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was just the only thing we weren't able to find. I guess it's because it's not really. It's a specialty item. But do you know what a lapel mic is? Yeah. It's one of those mics yeah. that go on your, your shirt. Sure, right. And uh, we use them. I mean, I use them in ministry. Like, when we preached, we always used lapel mics. And we always call them lapel, lapel mics, but I guess they're called something it's different. It's called, like, a. it starts with the letter L. Um, 
it's but it's yes i know what you're talking about yeah uh, a lavalier yes that's yeah. exactly what it is yeah lavalier. um so that that was the term that our music director who was like a tech savvy type person always called it like a lavalier or something like that i was about i knew it started with the l and in my head i was thinking like laugh a lot like snuff a or like some goofy ass word with a lot of si- with a lot of syllables laugh a lot or something but i knew it was something goofy so but so yes. yeah i'm just i'm just taking this all in and it's just i mean it was it was a it was a truly unique experience the first time i went there i was at the danny like 2009 we roll up and i'm like damn this place is legit and i left my keys like on a console where we were playing a video game or something like that and then i walked back i forgot them. i walked back and they weren't there and i go to like the desk or something i'm like hey um i i left my keys around here like did you guys pick them up or something and they're like and they're like actually yeah we have some keys what do they look like uh they're the one that says victor's keys on them and sure enough there's my keychain that says victor's keys like Give me my fucking keys. It's not like this is a f- cell phone. Just lift them up, and I can tell you if that's mine or not. Yeah, but they don't want you to, like, take someone else's keys. Yeah, like, but it was funny, though. Like, which ones are they? The one that say my name. That That's the one that it is. It's a security precaution. Just calm down. But. Yeah, but I'm not normally one to say you need to you need to go check out this store, but this would be one of those locations. I don't I don't know where it's located. It's, it's on Finley. Yeah, Finley um, and uh, Butterfield. Butterfield, right by the expressway. Yeah. Uh, it is just it's an experience. It's great. Yeah. And so so yeah, we we ended up just we were there for probably a good over an hour. Wow. I know what I mean because we're like there's so many toys here that we can just we yeah. can make our YouTube channel so tech like. That's awesome. where I got this case for my computer. 15 bucks this no like, way yeah they have good prices too yeah. i was i mean because ray was looking for ear earphones and i'm like we should totally get a drone uh, <laughs> but we ended up getting a web camera and uh so what happens then with the lot out so you're at fries you leave fries then what happens next so we get back and you know it's it's I, me personally i'm to that point where i'm thinking is it really worth it we've sort of screwed up i think like three times now i mean we've tried we've tried is it two or three times? I can't remember. But each, And you've each, tried enough times to ask yourself, is it really worth pursuing again? Is it really worth pursuing it? Because what happens is as we're trying to figure out how to go live, inevitably, either Ray or myself will accidentally start streaming, mm-hmm. realize we're streaming, click it out of everything it. Up. And so everyone gets a notification that we just posted a video. Close to 2,000 people now <laughs> suddenly get notifications that we posted this like five-second video and uh and unfortunately that's like our notification for the day or whatever like mm-hmm. they don't get then notified that we posted an actual video later on in the day because they got a previous because that's mm-hmm. not how youtube works and so unfortunately that happened again today where i noticed at uh raid called or texted me at 9 30 or something like that i look on our youtube channel and i see oh fuck there's this live stream video that's that was posted it was only four seconds and i'm like shit all right, so he's been playing around trying to do live stream. And then another hour later, there's another live stream. <laughs> and, and so we're back to the same thing. But the positive thing is that we, we were having issues with Wi-Fi and uh, you know, connectivity and figuring out whatever. Now we have this awesome camera that is specifically designed for YouTube creators. Just to hook it into your computer. He downloaded the right software. The OBS that I was talking yeah. about, he did the research. He's like, "Oh, I think I needed an OBS system." I'm like, 
you know what? I'm not going to say anything because now you know. Now we're on the same page. Yeah. You know. You know what. You know what needs to be known, and and we can communicate yeah. about that. And so he had the OBS system, which was all we needed to run an effective live stream. So we just plugged in the camera, turned on the OBS, tur- logged into YouTube, streamed. It was it was perfect. It was That's great. It was a great experience. He ended up talking for like 12 minutes. Had a uh, had it was uh, I think only one or two people ended up commenting on the the chat on the side, and we only had maybe half a dozen people actually watching at mm-hmm. any given time. But the experience of it actually working, I'm just like, I think we've worked out all the flaws now. Now we can move forward, and actually, I I see some possible hope <laughs> that we can make this work. Um, so that was that was a really rewarding experience. I'm like, I was I was not holding out much hope for for the continuation of yeah. this because I'm like. I'm starting to get irritated at at the at the notifications we're sending out to our subscribers that drywall doctors live the drywall doctors live the mm-hmm. drywall do- we're not and we're not live we're just making a mistake and it's like once we get it down to there's an actual date and time that we have set aside when we're going to live stream and then we actually live stream on that live stream that we've set up then we'll be like rocking and rolling that's, that's the next. So that's funny. the next step. So, but the thing that I was reflecting on was just the gradual progression and the fact that if you just are, are persistent about something enough and are are patient enough to like accept defeat after defeat after defeat, mm-hmm. but just keep trying something new. Be like, this works. This doesn't work. You know, what are the main problems? Because I think both Ray and I had were in agreement that the camera quality was crap. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to do something. How much was this uh, camera with the system? Bucks. Okay. And so the great part is, is our channel has made enough to pay for that this this month. So basically, instead of us getting, you know, sort of paying ourselves, we're reinvesting in equipment, now, mm-hmm. which, hell, absolutely. I mean, if, like, I'm excited about that. I think that that's, that's a great thing. But just, it's it's awesome to see, it's awesome to see a plan come together. That's as pretty they funny. Say, as they say, that pretty much sums it up. But That's great. Um, yeah, man. Just to switch things up, I was uh, working the other day. And just to kind of lay the foundation for just, like, the dumb shit. People are just so stupid about dumb shit. Like, this guy, he wasn't uh, super pissed about it, but he was like, hey, like, you know, you over you overcharged me. Okay, I didn't overcharge you. There must be an error in the computer or you saw a different sign that, and you read it for a different product or something. And he said... The can of mushrooms are supposed to be uh, 49 cents. You charged me 55 cents for these two. Are you fucking kidding me? You're, like, getting... You're using the word overcharged over a matter of 12 cents for these two cans. Six six cents... Your mom does that? (laughs) Six cents each. The 30 seconds that you spent talking to me about this is worth more than the 12 cents that you're asking about. So I just, I mean, I gave him the money. He's like, oh, okay, man, thank you very much. I'm like, that's fine, thanks. But when that stuff happens to me, it's not worth my time to go back and spend 30 seconds to a minute to recoup, you know, a nickel. A nickel. It doesn't cost you anything. It's part of your job. No, I'm saying if I'm a customer, oh, I'm yeah. not, oh, I'm you're just saying walking. You're, you're putting yourself in their position. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, if I'm a customer, I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. Well, yeah, it's well, it's cost benefit analysis. The time and energy, gas money that it'll take you to, I, I don't know. Had he left the store or did he? No, he was like he's oh, at the he counter. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's he like up, turned around. Yeah, like, the time and energy of like, well, yeah. Was that all he had bought? It was no. Just, it was like a bunch of other stuff. So, it but was, I think the thing that, that total was, I think the thing that made me uh, just roll my eyes 
wasn't the fact that it, I think it was just like, hey, I was overcharged. Like, you're using that word pretty fucking loosely. The yeah. overcharged. Mm-hmm. 12 cents. Well, you said that he framed it like you overcharged me. Like, it was, yes. it was your fault that you intentionally were like, I'm going to make yeah. it pay an extra like, six cents. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not getting up to check the price because people always read the wrong shit. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that he was wrong. And I mean, people I'm, do I'm like sure the grapes now. Instead of being like $2 for a bag of grapes, it's now like $2 per pound. So like a bag would be like 5 or $6. I'm like, what? No. Oh, and, and the thing that really riles me up it's like oh that's so wrong that's so no it's not it's fucking it's supply and demand like this is the price like if you don't if you're not not comfortable paying this you don't buy it yeah like that's just how it is sometimes things are expensive sometimes things are not and sometimes they're a fair price Mm -hmm. so something's over the top and you disagree with that well i'm sorry but that's the way the fucking market works Mm -hmm. right now um but also i went over to the to the cooler to, to see just there's a giant red fucking circle that says, now buy the pound. Yeah. Like, you can't miss it. If you're looking at the price to see how much they cost, yeah. there's no way you can uh, miss that. Somehow, when people are shopping, there's this weird part of their brain that just completely dismisses any pertinent information <laughs> that may that they may use towards their purchase, such as that thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, just... The complete lack of awareness that people have for their environment. When I – but, yeah, and I think on, on that line, when I worked at Target, I – the thing that stuck out to me about those encounters was how certain these customers yes. were. Yes. They are 100% sure that they are right. Oh, like, this this is supposed to be 49 cents. Like, you charge me 55 cents. No, I know I'm right. Uh, can we get can we get a price check? It's like I'm reading here, fifty five cents, and they're just like, "Well, that can't be. That, yeah, that, that's not what I saw." And it's like, "Well, then you you fucking didn't." Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, uh, when I've had customers ask me about something, like, "Hey, do you have this? You know, um, this product? Uh, no, we don't have it anymore." It's like, no, I know you guys have it. You for sure have it. Like, I'm like, well, I, it sounds familiar, but I mean, we don't have, no, I just, I bought it from here. Well, how long did you buy it ago? Oh, this is nine or 10 months ago. Yeah, lady, you have, like 10 months ago. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Another I, time, like a product will be so certain, like describe something to me. And they're like, we definitely bought it here. It's definitely sold here. Same concept, but a little bit similar. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely from here for sure. You've had it. You sell it all the time, lady. Like I've been here for over a year. We've never fucking had that thing <laughs> in our store. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or the same thing too. Like returning something. Like no, I bought it here. Uh, no, you fucking didn't because this is a name brand that's not sold this store. You bought this at Jewel or Walmart or some shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, is that where I bought it from? You're right. Whatever. Next. And yeah. And the other thing is the coupon thing of of them either not thinking something's on sale or not knowing that the expiry the coupons expire that's probably the biggest thing it's like no i'm certain this coupon's still good it's like it says right down here it expired two years ago yeah like, what are you yeah. doing trying to use or when it right people now? return like, shit what? that like how could i miss that like every once in a while it's very rare people will return something it's like i'd i'd like to make a return what the fuck is this 
and it's like something that we sold one time like three years ago and it's clearly been used and they're returning it because it's broken and they don't have a receipt and it's like i'd like to return this you can't return this like i I can't okay well maybe like is there a manager available no i don't think you understand what i'm saying like we're not returning this okay well you know maybe i can just talk to your manager fine you want to talk to the fucking manager like that's okay joe or sandra whoever like someone come over same thing like no i'm sorry we can't return this Okay, well, like, maybe there's something we can... No, you're not fucking listening. Like, we're not returning the product. There's nothing we can do. You need to just... No, it's not happening. Yeah. It's just so fascinating. I think it gives you a real insight, though, into some of the... Just the date... The day, daily processes that people are... People's minds go through. It's mm-hmm. just... They don't even think about this stuff. They're they're literally... If they, real, if they sort of objectively step back and realize what they were doing, they'd be like, holy crap. Yeah. I've become the monster. Well, but no, it's just part of their daily habit, and so they don't even think about it. Uh, the one thing I... This, there was this old man the other day who was complaining because he's like, oh, you guys are always... You are always changing things around. I never can find where anything is. This is ridiculous. You know, uh, the other day I finally figure out where, like, things are, and then you just move things around again. Uh, and he's like getting all worked up about it and uh and i thought i I didn't talk to him but i thought to myself like dude if you can't fucking adapt to change like you're gonna you you need to just roll over and die (laughs) like i'm sorry but when things cannot adapt to change you fucking go extinct like deal with it learn to adapt yeah sorry that the apples are you know three feet away from where they used to be i'm sorry like that's i didn't i didn't i didn't make up the plan for the layout of the store Uh so just get used to it yeah um Change is inevitable. Another thing too is like when they're they have their credit card, and uh, you know, is this the chip? No, you got to swipe. Okay, they swipe. You know, and then before that, they're inserting it to use the chip. And I got to the point where I don't even say anything because it's just so fucking exhausting to correct everybody all the time. Uh, so you guys like, don't have the chip. No, we don't. There's a big fucking sign that says, "Please oh, swipe oh, in the spot okay. where you would put the chip." So it's like, so it's like you you have this sign that's that's preventing you from inserting a credit card into the where the chip is, but you're still jamming this thing into this object. And, oh, it says, "Please swipe." It's right in front of you, and it says, "Please swipe." Why are you trying to insert this credit card into this hole that is clearly being blocked? By a sign with big ass fucking letters on it that says "Please swipe." That is awesome. Gosh, that is fucking delightful. people. I know. My mom wow. the other day was like, "I was at the store and I was one of those people." And my brother <laughs> and I are just like rolling our eyes, like, "What the hell? <laughs> you bring dishonor to the family." <laughs> you bring dishonor to yeah. the family. Oh, I love it, man. That is great. Oh my god, it's so true, though. I mean, really. You know, it just shows that we just we are on auto auto cruise. We don't think. Well, here's the thing, stuff. though. Too people are like, uh, people sometimes ask me, like, do you know how much this is? And sometimes I know that's about five percent of the time, lady. There are a few thousand products in this store, and you think I know the price of every like one of them? Um, that's like a minor thing. But the other thing that really gets me going is when I'm I'm. Scanning items, scanning items, scanning items. Oh, wait, that's not mine. Well, then why the fuck didn't you put a divider down? Because I'm in autopilot right now. I'm just going as fast as I can. And it is equal responsibility for the person whose items are being rung up. Equal, They share responsibility with the individual behind them who is putting their items on to the thing. Yes, okay, yeah. One of you motherfuckers has to put the plastic bar down because I'm not paying attention. Yep. And the whole thing where you where you just 
you know, you have an item and then you leave 12 inches of space, that doesn't fucking work because I'm not stuff, paying attention. Well, yeah, I'm just going. Goes, and yeah. some people put things on the belt tight. Some people put things on loosely. Now, do you guys stock your dividers properly? Or, yeah, right, there's like there's five never, of okay. them so as long on as the side never of the Because it's like, for me... I go to so many places where they just they don't have dividers, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, if I don't have dividers, I make sure I have dividers. Yeah. We used to have three, and now we start carrying five, but I always would make sure I have three. Three is good for our store. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I... Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think that that's a valid... Yeah, you need, you need to... The customer needs to have the responsibility of putting the divider up. Um, another time, too, uh, this woman... This senile woman is bitching about the way that I'm putting... Because the underlying concept is the idea is just be as fast as you can so when stuff is going in the cart like we're not organizing it that is your job your job is you to work at aldi right yeah so it's sort of just like the bare basics it's yes like you, the bare basics so do, i'm do. not bagging if they're like oh you can put it in the bag no i can't because it takes up time i'm not doing that i'm just throwing it's going all in the cart and i keep my left hand out here so i just swipe it it hits my hand and i kind of let it go into the cart Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. I'm just like I'm not organizing it. I'm just going. I got one speed. Go. You know what I'm saying? Is that like company policy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They teach you how to do it as quickly as possible, and they tell you do not take the time. If it's an old person, oh, they tell you. If it's actually, an old frail person, yeah. like yeah, but no, you are not responsible for taking items and putting it in the bag. If someone asks you to do it, I mean, you could, you know. But, but you're told to it's yeah. gen- generally discouraged. Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. So you just, wow. and you don't okay. and I the bare minimum I do is I make sure chips and bread don't get crushed. Everything else I don't give a fuck about. And if you give me your chips and bread first and you got a bunch of cans afterwards, like <laughs> oh, let's, let's think about this for a moment. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like the cans make a noise when they hit the the um cart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not slamming these things into the cart. It just makes a noise that drops from my hand about six inches above the cart. Yeah. But for this old, frail, senile woman, it's got to be, like, the loudest noise she's ever heard. You're going to dent the cans. Like, all the, it's, like, the biggest deal. Like, I'm going to damage the food inside the can mm-hmm. because it hits the thing. Yeah. I yeah. just wanted to, like, punch her in the face. <laughs> she's so annoying. She bitched at me one time, too, because, like, uh, like you're, you're crushing the cookies in this plastic container. Look what you did. They've crumbled. Bitch, it's cookies. Like, <laughs> cookies crumble in the packaging. Get, find me a package of cookies that, do, that does not have, you know, the tiniest bit of crumbs in it. It just happens. It just happens. Well, like, there's a little bit of crumbs. Additionally, you're shopping at fucking Aldi. What do you expect? Yeah, they just they just fall. Grand Royale special. They're, and these like, are, um, and uh, it's just like, oh, you're so stupid. That's yeah. why I fucking hate the register. I can't fucking stand the register. See, sometimes. I can see, because when, again, I can I can tolerate it for about two hours before I start losing my fucking mind. But I think that, I think the way, you just explained it, and it makes t- so much sense now, like, why you dislike the register so much, because for me, at Target, the register, you were supposed to be as courteous and polite, and yes, you were supposed to be quick, but you were supposed to be of efficient as well, and so you were supposed to offer the customer the best possible experience, equally to making sure that their stuff was checked out mm-hmm. in a timely manner so it's like you were you you were you were t- trained how to engage with the customer and keep them and keep them happy yes. as they were leaving whereas your experience it's it's kind of just you get them out as fast as exactly you can. it's it's the it's the it cheap you know it's cheap it's quick it's got everything you need but it's the bare bones and yes. you can't expect the service element as well. They well, no service, really. They, they're they big on customer... It, I was told when, all the, when it started, they weren't big on customer service, so it'd be like uh, someone's like, excuse me, can you help me? Yeah, it's over there. 
and then like turn around and walk away. Like I was like, oh shit, I want to work at that Aldi from 15 years ago. They do. I'm. I just. See, and there's other employees yeah. that are like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like they uh, bow down to these people who are, I'm a customer, and this I don't fucking deal with that bullshit. Like that's me. This is I'm talking. About my, like I yeah. do not fucking deal with that. However, I would say though that there is that distinction between if you are if you are working in a place like Target, I would say. Shut the hell up, Victor. Like, if you were telling me this in a different environment, I now I totally understand your perspective. Just understanding sort of the culture and how they train you and to be fast and and quick and all that. Um, and but yeah, I'm like I could not see you in a place like Target. I feel like you would just get so so irritated at oh, the customer sure. care part. That, I don't give a fuck because it seems like, like this this is like the perfect thing. People for you. Like, yeah. like I I'm just I I just say hi, you know and. Uh, I don't because I hear other people like, oh, did you find everything okay? Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care if you found everything okay. You mm-hmm. either have it or you don't. Like, I don't care. That That's is not- one thing that kind of does irritate me when somebody asks, oh, so did you find everything okay? It's like, well, if I didn't, what are you going to do? Go run over and grab yeah. it for me? Like, but- if you're going to go and run and grab it for me, fine. Ask me if I found everything because I guarantee you there's going to be one or two things that I didn't find and I'm pissed off about it. Yeah. So you telling me you don't have it if everything or when they you're willing to go. When they ask, it. like, hey, so. So do you like working here? Yeah, when I get paid, just give me the fucking credit card. Let's run. Let's get this thing over with. Um, I'm like at the register. I'm like all business. Actually, I'm just like all business all the time. But it's funny <laughs> business to the front part because yeah. when you when I when I have like um, like a like a sweet old lady, I'm just like oh, I love like sweet old ladies or like just like hot moms or just like guys oh, that are yeah, cool to talk to. Yeah. It's funny because I can sense like okay right away I I will be like okay this cool person's cool I'm gonna be my defense my defense walls are down I'm I'm I can be personable yes instead yeah. of just business oriented but the second you say some stupid ass comment like oh you know it's seven dollars and sixty cents. I forgot my $7 bill at home. Shut the fuck up. Just give me the fucking money. Like, I've heard this shit so many times. Dumbass jokes. Just the amount of idiocy that you're exposed to when you're working in retail. Yeah. But it's like fucking A. But I was there today. This is funny. You're going to love this. So I was there today because it's our grand opening, reopening. Because oh, the store yeah. got remodeled. You're one on Roosevelt, right? Yeah, I pull in at like 8.15. The store opens at 9.00. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's a huge line out the door because it's like the first 100 people got gift cards and there's balloons and like the fucking parking lot's full. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I walk in like, all right, let's fucking do this. Like, I'm pissed off already. I'm not genuinely, I'm not, I'm not genuinely pissed off, but I'm just like, all right, let's, you know, get to the point. And, uh, and a bunch of district manager, managers are, managers are there that don't know shit because they spend three months in the store, tra- like the very minimal exposure to to the job. So it's like, hey, do you think we can bring the scrubber around and like take care of this? No, because I got so much other shit to do right now, and this is insignificant to the big picture. So no, yeah, I can't do that. Um, just like dumb shit. You know, the type of people who are like the superiors that that don't know how it works. Yes. You know, yeah. they have a textbook knowledge on how things work. Yep. They do not know actually how things work. Mm-hmm. And, um, anyway, uh, they're like, Hey, put your, everyone's putting the till out. And, um, and I get this spot that I want. 
And I'm like, shit, someone else already put their till in. So I'm like, I'm the first register. I'm like, fucking A. I don't want to. Oh, right in front where people are coming yeah. in. And I'm like, fucking A. So you get the most traffic. But, and they're like, stay at your register. Don't get up and do anything. You're just sitting and waiting because a bunch of people are there. I'm like, fine. But the way the thing is, people are coming. People end up near the back of the store. So, like, registers like six, five, and four are, are just like everyone's going in there. Like, no one's coming into my line. Oh, really? And I'm like, hell yeah. Nice. Like, no one's ever coming. No one comes over it. So that was, like, cool. And then the this, one of the DMs is like, hey, you got your uh, name tag? Like, why don't you go, go put that on? Like, why don't you go fuck off? I don't wear my name tag because I don't want people knowing my name unless they ask for it. Or if I ask their name, I'll tell them my name. Mm. Um, and what, what was your response? I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. Dumb shit, like whatever. And but then, but then, get this: I didn't wear it because I didn't feel like it. <laughs> but then I recognized this one woman who came up, who's very attractive, and uh, I'm talking to her, and uh, it, I see her enough times where we where she recognizes me, and we talk sometimes. But I don't know what her name is, and um, I'm just like, hey, what's up? I, I just smile. So you're just so. I'm thinking to myself, she's just so pleasant to look at. She's so sweet, and. Um, and then I, I got up. I got my name tag so that if, if other attractive women walked in my line, they could just see what my name was. <laughs> oh, man. Victor. So they go, oh, oh thank you. So then yeah. because when you know someone's name, you're like, oh, thank you, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Oh, no problem. What was your name? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only reason why I put it on. Yeah, yeah. dude. Players got to play. Right? Yeah, players got to play for sure. But um, today was like the easiest day at work ever because it was like all hands on deck and it wasn't as busy as they thought it was. And it was just so easy. I... I wanted to time. I'm literally sitting in my chair waiting for people to come to the register because normally you just – you'd get up, you do shit, clean yeah. or get bags or whatever. They're like, stay there. Just – we don't want any lines. We want everyone ready. So I'm just chilling. Yeah. Talking to other people. That's nice. Just sitting down and after a few hours it got oh, like – are you open? It, after a yeah. few hours it got boring and then I got up and did stuff. But mm-hmm. there were donuts and uh, there was some food there. It was cool. Nice. It was a good time. And last night – I switched shifts with someone because last night I had a re- tech rehearsal for a show. I was re- originally scheduled to close, but I-, I opened instead. And when our DM shows up, everybody's on edge because she's a control freak. Mm. And uh, near the end of the day yesterday, I got out and uh, I was happy. And I guess it turned like it just sucked working at night last night. So I was like, fucking A. I, <laughs> I lucked out and I'm not working tomorrow and I'm not working on Saturday and I'm probably going to close on Sunday so it's going to be like a super breezy grand opening week for me. I'm like not even there for half that of it. That is great. That so works out perfect. Yeah. So taking a slightly different uh, turn again to Halloween, man. We we never got a chance to to cover Halloween. Yeah. Well, I had class on Tuesday night. Yeah. So like I, I ate candy, but there was nothing for ho- – I didn't watch any scary movies. Like it was just another day that went by and I was aware of what day it was and I ate some candy. But what about your Halloween? Well, I have my – I have my meeting. That's on oh, that's dinners. right. We only had five people. It was okay, small. but um, yeah. So trick or treaters, I did not see a lot of trick or treaters out, and maybe it was just me, and maybe I mean I wasn't exactly looking for trick or treaters, mm-hmm. and I don't really know what time. I guess they go out. What, it's like four. Four. four the village six, says like four to seven. Four to seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we were on the. I was. I was on the road at around like 6.30 or whatever. I didn't really see anyone um, trick-or-treating. But uh, in our area, guess how many over the past, um, we'll say 15 years, how many trick-or-treaters we've had? Four. 
Yeah, it's like four. <laughs> in the past, we get about one every three years. <laughs> and we haven't we haven't had one for I think four or five years. Really? I don't think we've had. And you, but you three. guys are ready. You guys prepared just in case they hit the jackpot when they come to our and house. You, we, you, just, we just give them the bowl. We just pour the bowl into their into their thing as much candy as they want. That they is so funny. And we keep thinking to ourselves like. The pe- why don't the the kids who come that one year, you know, once every three come years, back, come back, or like spread the words like, oh, this is a jackpot house, like I'm yeah. done, like I don't need, need to go yeah. to anymore, kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, like four or five in a, over. A That's so funny because growing up, you know, the houses that give out the better candy, oh, you, you know, do, absolutely, you remember you know that exactly shit. Yeah. Where to go. But I mean, I guess because ours is on the other side of St. Charles and there's no sidewalk there. I mean, that really would be the only reason, but we have decorations up, the lights are on, there's yeah. pumpkins, you know, there's always been that sort of, we, we are, we, people are, here. yes, we are like, waiting for we, trick we or still, Yeah, we, we put out that opening, like, I mean, maybe it's because we're farther back from the street too, so there's that creepy vibe as well. Yeah. Um, but I've always wondered that, is that, you know, that just seems so odd. Our house really seems to be the only one that's missed. We, we have our, we're isolated, we're cut off from the world. I mean... It's it's kind if of If you think about it from think a kid's it. perspective, right? Yeah. You're trying to be as efficient as possible. Yeah, every it house. Is absolutely. So you have to like go us. out of the way to this one house and you can't really just easily walk next door cuz it's a lot and the other side I mean there's no if it's cost uh cost analysis. Cost, cost benefit cost analysis. benefit analysis. This is why I want to teach my kid how to be business savvy on Halloween because you play by the rules and go down the same route that everyone else is. You're getting one piece of candy. Mm-hmm. You take those routes less traveled. Maybe maybe there's not not as good lighting or something like that. You you don't see a lot of traffic. You choose those houses. Like mm-hmm. you go you go down the houses on the perimeter because those are the ones they know they're not getting a lot of people. They are they are ready to hand out handfuls. Of there candy. was a one woman on our block growing up. I remember like every year she'd pass out. It was either like a nickel or a quarter or something like that. Two dollar bills. There was oh, a house that passed out two dollar really? bills. Yep, that's cool too. Yeah, I think growing up, fucking Glen Ellen. I man. think only, only in Glen Ellen. I think only once or I mean this is like an old fashioned thing. I think only once or twice I got like a like an apple or like a caramel apple. The type you know when, when they're like don't you don't fucking eat that shit. You do not eat that no. shit. Wrappers only. Yeah. You know, I think it only happened to me once or twice, and I didn't eat it. Obviously, we had some. Uh, like stocked one that were like mm-hmm. sealed yeah ones i've i've gotten maybe half a dozen over the years maybe less um when i was a kid growing up i remember like my priority of eating all my candy like i was all about bubble gum and chocolate like the hershey's or snickers or but then but then i remember like my supply would be would windle down when i'm I, i'm left <laughs> with like the good and plenty, no, and, uh, yeah, like good and plenty, and like corn. candy corn, like almond joy, and like the, shit that shit that I wasn't really too crazy about. I'm like, oh fuck, I actually got to start like digging through this pillowcase, like a like treasure to find any good. The pieces. tootsie rolls, tootsie rolls, yeah, remain. the dud pieces, the, yeah, yeah, the duds, yeah. Um, so okay, because it, it was actually really interesting. Uh, Five thirty eight did a, a survey. Uh, Five thirty eight's a polling company. And so they do polls of all sorts of stuff. They're primarily known for politics, but they do sports and, and all these sort of analytic data stuff. But they did a survey on favorite candies and least favorite candies. What what do you think, like, the t- in the top three favorite candies are, like, universe, uh, across America? Uh, I'm going to say M&M's, 
Hershey and Reese's. It was Reese's was like it was like the Reese's and then the Reese's Pieces were like one and two. What? I'm just like that's are you, ca- you are gotta you count that as one. Me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And and I'm not a peanut chocolate kind of guy either. But I think that the third one I, it might have been Hershey's or something okay. like that. Um, but then the least least favorite ones, almond joy. It was yeah, like almond joy, uh, candy corn, candy corn fucking the, the sucks. Elephant, dude. those elephant elephant peanuts. Or the, oh the yeah, the marshmallow. What is up with those? Peanuts, yes, and uh, like good and plenties. Okay, were like all at the bottom. I love licorice, so I don't know why people didn't like good and plenties. But I could understand those stupid orange marshmallow <laughs> peanuts. Those things. I never were under- So gross. I never understood those. I never understood those. The ones that I really hated were the popcorn ball. Oh my god! Yes, because it was like really hard, yep. and I was like. This I, I'm not having fun trying to eat. <laughs> I'm not trying having fun trying to eat this. You know, I wonder how many people actually thought about that when they were like getting it. It's like, oh, this is such a cool thing to get kids. And it's like, this is such a pain in the ass to eat. Like now I have corn kernels stuck in my teeth for the next three days. There was um, I saw this web page that uh, different candies or products uh, that are banned in America that are available in Europe or other parts of the world. Like I think it's like toys and candies or something weird like that. And one of them was this, it's like this chocolate egg, it's hollow, and inside there's like these little plastic toys or pieces, and those are banned in the U.S. because obviously kids can choke on them, but obviously overseas they find children competent enough not to eat things that are non-edible. I had ones with stickers in them. There were were like stickers. It was like chocolate ball. Yeah, I think they were, I think they were, um... I think they sold them in, in the U.S. for like a very short amount of time, I remember and then they those. Were, I and then they banned them. I love it. It's like yeah, stickers and like little plastic toys or something weird like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another one was like a, it was like a some type of potato gun that like or some type of I don't know if it was a potato gun or like you something. Your eye out with that kid. Something similar that like shot out real fucking fast, like. Potato gun on steroids or something weird <laughs> yeah. like that. Air pressure containers. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But yeah, I definitely wanted a Red Rider BB gun the second I saw what one of those were. I never got one. Yeah, man. It was, and this is sort of the last thing I got. It was just like Christmas supplies as of yesterday I saw in the stores. Yeah, they got the, yep, Gin- they got the candy out, yeah. And the and decorations like, and all that shit. Are you kidding me? November 1st. We got two months of this shit. <laughs> like I'm, gl- I'm just glad they haven't started playing the music yet. But it's I like- mean, if you think about it, the whole Christmas vibe is about three months long. Yeah, yeah. Because people, year. people hold on to that shit in January yes. at least for the first two weeks. Yes, it, through the like the fifteenth is like inappropriate. Yeah, MLK Day. It's like all right, take this shit down. Yeah. Yeah, but it's almost three months. of yeah. Christmas season. I'm fucking done with it. The moment, the very next day. December 26th, I want all Christmas shit taken down. Like, let's move on. See, I like to relish in this. I can, I I can like tolerate it up until the new year, but come new year, like, let's just take everything down, please. Yeah, I, I would say I – it's appropriate It's appropriate to be excited about Christmas in December. Like, yes, I agree. That's about you – know. I'd say it's completely appropriate to be aware in November. Be aware. Make plans. Yeah. But – You should not be bombarded with – Yes. This is Christmas. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just reflecting on that. It's like, wow, they just, there's a quick changeover. They're all, everyone's planning for it. November 1st rolls around and we have the changing of the seasons. But the good thing is I really enjoy 
fall and uh well i should say like pretty much november through december like everyone's making food everyone's baking cookies everyone's got candy everyone's got popcorn everyone's just just, like so much shit all over the place dude i have to say awesome movies are coming out on christmas day around this time you know what i'm saying i really love all of october november december like seasons are changing halloween thanksgiving christmas yeah Layers. Layer, layers. <laughs> That's right. We you talked know? about layers. Layers. Um, yeah. Friends and family, you know? It's just like one thing after another. It's, Pumpkins, apple pie. Yeah. Uh, it can be such a filling season in so many different ways yes. if you just allow it to be. Yeah. Uh, there is just so much potential for this, and I I am I am so looking forward to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say. 2017, rough year. Rough I'm year, already looking forward to spring. Shut up. I'm 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 okay with this I'm, weather. I'm going to embrace this winter with the love of the White Walkers tearing down the wall. Yeah, we got another year and a half I before know, that comes back up. All right. Well, signing off. <laughs> <laughs> <This> is- Insert <laughs> sign off here. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs>